Hello and welcome to the Gregory's podcast, Sunday afternoon podcast. Today is Sunday, February 13th, 2022. I am recording this right now at about 4 p.m. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all having a good weekend. I am entitling today's podcast, Peace and Love or World War Three. Choose your reality. And um, because those are really the only two big subjects, I guess, going on right now, and they're both pretty, pretty damn big. One is novel, and another one is something we've seen before. So we're going to talk about the novel one, and that's the good one anyways. And I think for other reasons, for proper reasons, we want to focus our energy on that. If you, if you had to choose your own reality, we would choose peace and love. And uh, the fact that I'm talking, because this is what I was talking about last week, I believe. Last week I was talking about Canada, the truckers. Here, and that was a weekend. Here we are two weeks in. And that's definitely what I'm talking about today. Well, that and the reaction is having worldwide. <clears throat> so uh, get cozy and uh, sidle in. We're going to be uh, here for about 30 minutes. I'm enjoying a nice cava tea. And uh, the weather's getting nice here in southern Florida. So I hope you're all doing well, too. World War Three. I guess we'll start with that before we get into the good stuff. Um, from what I've seen, it it doesn't seem as if Vladimir Putin is a player in this current game. It seems as if the UK is with the United States, and that's about it. And everyone else is kind of like, "What are you guys doing?" And I'm no expert, but this is what the experts seem to be saying as well. The experts all seem to be stymied by what's going on with the Biden administration in regards to Russia. Because it appears as if they're trying to start a serious, not just a little fight, but a serious fight. Like one that could involve nukes. And don't think that can't happen uh, on a side note. I saw a video once. It's worth Googling. If you, I probably talked about it before on a stream. If you Google... Um, the number of the total number of nuclear detonations on the planet or something. And the number is like 2000. It's like 2100 or something, something like that. <clears throat> and it's a pretty good video and it shows you a timeline. It shows you a map and it shows you exact timeline where they were detonated. Most of them are underground, uh, out in the sea, up in the atmosphere, stuff like that. Tests. But it's sobering. It makes you realize that it made me realize that the, the, this is something that might happen, right? Because before I saw that video growing up in the 80s, growing up through all the Cold War stuff, I just sort of was under the assumption that it's a crazy move that no one would do. You would have to be a total psychopath, Kim Jong-un kind of thing to, to launch nukes. Anyone who's sane, you just don't do it because it's like you realize once you do that, it's kind of over. But after seeing this video, granted, these were 
these weren't like being done in cities. These were all done out in sea, up in the atmosphere and underground. Still, here we are on Earth breathing air after 2,000 nukes. So it made me think, well, shit, it probably isn't as bad as we think it is. It's, I'm not saying it's not bad. You know, you, know, you get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, so... <clears throat> But that doesn't seem to be what we're seeing because everyone seems to be, not only are the experts stymied, but Putin seems stymied. Um, if, you don't, if you don't have an opinion about Putin or if you don't like Putin or if you believe the hype about the Putin being an evil guy, I recommend Oliver Stone's four-hour interview with him. That was extremely enlightening for me. And you get to spend time with someone like that in a atmosphere where you kind of get an impression and the information is incredible too. I think it's Oliver Stone's best work, but I don't, um, I don't see, I see Putin as a shining light in this chaotic jungle that we live in on earth that we call modern civilization, you know? He doesn't seem like he's friendly with whatever you want to call it, the Illuminati, the New World Order, you know, this banking cartel behind the Great Reset. He doesn't seem like he's in that club. And that alone is a huge bonus. And he seems to be uh, for nurturing families and a Christian ethos. And that is the rest of the reason you need, in my opinion, to uh, to get on board with that movement. That movement, I believe, has to go worldwide. Um, and, you know, I understand the, the trickiness of it, but uh, that's for a whole other subject. But anyways, moving on. The point being, and this is probably what I'm going to write about tomorrow is, uh, for subscribers only, is my suspicion and I smell a rat, you know, like, um, like, you know, everything's going so great right now and, uh, and whatnot. That's one thing. But the other thing is to wrap up the World War Three thing is the Biden administration. Why did they pick such a train wreck? You know, they, they had other options, um, ones that would have been more believable having them get voted in. I, I mean, obviously, yeah, they needed players, but weren't they all players being up there? I don't know. Um, it makes, and they're not idiots. That's the thing. Uh, that was my phone. Sorry about that. I'll need to turn that off in the future. Um... They're not idiots. You know, maybe I give him too much credit, but I certainly think it's fair to say that they're not the bumbling idiots that they appear to be. Like, because right now it appears to be like this bumbling mental uh, Alzheimer's president is unknowingly starting a, nucle a nuclear world war with Russia. You know, that's how it appears to be. That's crazy. Is it really that? No, we know it's we know he's a puppet. I'm not saying that, but a puppet of I mean I mean the puppet master has to realize that he chose 
a retarded, weird, fucking failed, embarrassing, ridiculous puppet. Ridiculous is the best adjective I used in that stream. Um, absurd, right? Like unbelievable. There's got to be a psychology in there and that's why. I was actually trying to find scientific studies done on that. Like um, if you could, if you could, the effect it has on, a, on the psychology and the human psyche, if you present someone with a story that's not just a lie, but an incredibly over the top lie. And it doesn't need to be a lie. Actions. Present someone with actions that are absolutely out of this realm of rational thinking, you know, completely absurd. What does that do to a person's mind perception? I'd be curious to know. I bet it, because my, my, what I'm getting at is I bet it has a, an effect of stunning us into, into some type of dumbness. But anyways, we're going to move on. Um, so one of, the, I mean, one of the reasons we're going to move on is because I... When you look at the situation, I think it can be easily um, avoided when you look at all the other times we've been close and there's rhetoric and nuclear bombs and blah, 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 and Russia and stuff like that. This one seems like it could also be very uh, more easily disarmed for whatever reason. And maybe the reason is, is the other reason why we're moving on. And the other reason we're moving on is because if you're going to choose your reality, what are you going to choose? World War Three? Or peace and love and some kind of new golden renaissance like we've never seen before in all of recorded history. I'm going to go for that one. So that's what we're going to be talking about for the the rest of this show. Another 20 so minutes. Enough of that stupid World War III crap. Stupid Biden crap. Right, so that's where I've been all week is Canada and Australia and... Digging around for other places in the world that are picking up that torch. And I found uh, New Zealand is actually, finally, that makes me very happy. I lived there for a year. I have a, I would imagine anywhere I've lived for that, I mean, that's a long time for me. A year's a long time for me. So I, I feel almost part Kiwi. Who else? Paris. I've been watching, I was engrossed with the Paris. There's so many people and the way they do it there, it's like they're pros at it. They are definitely the protesting pros. And so the, even the cops, they all have it down to a dance almost. But what's happening in Canada is just giddy, right? So I'm including in this email three of the YouTube links that I've been going back and forth to watching their live streams all week. What else have I done all week? I did, um, I did a video. What video did I do? Golly. See, I mean, that's good news. The peace and love is getting to me. The peace and love is getting to me. I put out, ah, Canada video. Okay. On Trudeau deploys globalist police force. I was nervous when I put that out. Was I was in a rush to put that out early on in the week um, because I was nervous. I was worried there's going to be some bad actors, you know. And um, and then um, I just got I, I got back into it. I couldn't stop watching these streams and and 
seeing what's going on. The nervousness subsided. I think what finally subsided it was I woke up early one morning last week, put the stream on with my tea, and there the streamer walked up to the, I believe it's called the Federation Building. It's the main building. It's the it's where the front row is with all these trucks in Ottawa. And one of these semis in the front row was revving its engine like a like a war drum. Like like nonstop hypnotic and it sounded great it sounded like i've never well, i've never heard a semi truck revving its engine like that before so it was big and beefy like a war drum and and it just kept going and going and going and going and i thought it was i thought i was catching a very rare unique thing it was like uh probably 6 six thirty in the morning People are just getting up, having coffee. There's not many people out, very few people out. And here's this uh, trucker just nonstop revving his engine. And uh, it was a lot more nonstop than I thought. That's my point. Because I ended up grabbing it, screen capturing it. Like I said, thinking I caught some rare moment. It inspired me. I put it together, made a beat out of it, and did like a one-minute promo for Band.Video. Uh, that if you watch Infowars uh, shows, then you probably saw it in the past few days. Um, as it turns out, I kept on watching the streams, and uh, this trucker is revving his engine like the whole damn time. Every time the camera walks by that area, it could be, it could be in the middle of performances. Like there's a stage right there uh, next to this truck that I'm talking about. The truck's in the front row. Um, and while the bands are performing, you'll hear in the music, the, the engine revving like to the same beat <laughs> nonstop. One of the musicians, it seemed to me was playing along with the tempo, which I think it would be almost hard not to. <sighs> that inspired the hell out of me. That's just, I mean, I already, I expressed it in that one minute piece I did. That's, you know, where I get, I don't know how to express that in words. Other than, um, I love it. So, so extraordinary, you know, imagine being there. That would be a part of the experience because it's in all this. If you watch the live streams, you're going to hear it. And so if you were there, it's going to be just a part of your memory is this, is this war drum semi engine. The hell is this engine in a semi truck? Semi truck engine. So, semi truck diesel engine is, you know, wow. Sorry, folks, I just had to look that up. You know, like, um, see what we're dealing with a uh, 13 liter engine 13 liters 400 500 horsepower torque of 1850 nanometers never heard of nanometers in torque anyways it was something if you have uh, been watching the streams you know exactly what i'm talking about i want to know more i want to know if it's the same 
one trucker in there doing it. Which is kind of what I'm imagining. Or if it's, you know, like a a battalion (laughs) uh, of um, war drummers taking turns. Anyways, that and the constant chance of people yelling freedom, freedom, freedom. Um, that's the vibe. I was worried about shenanigans, like I said, uh, with that Trudeau report. But there's not much, doesn't seem like there's much to worry about. I mean, what are you going to do? This is like, so it's like, uh, and some of the streams I did watch, I actually screenshotted one guy. There was a Zot is one of the YouTubers and he, he gets inside of the trucks with the truckers. And that's kind of cool. You get to see the truckers and hear from the truckers and you get to see a lot of love. Like there's people are just constantly coming up to the truckers window and giving them gifts and saying thank you. And, and it's almost like the truckers are doing their duty by, by, by accepting gifts, you know, because they're, they're, they're just there to allow these Canadians to express their gratitude. It's, it's worth watching. And, uh, in one of the videos, someone jumps up, a grown man jumps up in the window and he's just behaving crazy. He's behaving like a crazy person. I would say like how a homeless person acts or these days, how like Antifa people act or, you know, crazy drug addicts. Right. (laughs) And, uh, in the crowd you're watching, he's, I think that kind of stands out. So I got kind of nervous. I got nervous enough that I screen video captured it just in case anything happened. I would have some type of, I don't know, backlog. I saw that guy right here. Um, and you could see in the chats, it was making people nervous in the chats, but then he moved on, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be crazy people in naturally in crowds this big, right? Percentage-wise. So it's like, you know, maybe maybe there will be no shenanigans, you know? And it make it would it makes sense actually that there wouldn't be, because it's like, how does that play off? Right? Like this is Canada. And I don't want to I mean, I don't know where you're from, but I'm from right across the street. I grew up uh on Lake Erie. I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, from like, you know, two years old up until in my 20s, I think I left and then back and forth for several years until I finally said goodbye. But anyways, I'm a neighbor. So what's Canada? Uh, I, I learned in the past couple of weeks, uh, there's so much more to Canada than I knew. I used to think of Canada as simply a very, 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 very cold place to live. Um, that was full of like just normal, decent, boring, simple people. And I don't mean that in a bad way. In fact, what I'm learning, I mean, that's really the lesson we're learning is that's, this is, this is the people, this is who you want to be. You want to be like someone, be like Canada. That's what I want to be like. Always have. A lot of times in my life, I didn't know it. You know, when you grow up in America, you get a lot of, um, there are, I guess, anywhere in the world now, in the modern world, anywhere now, but temptations offerings uh, and temptations to, Hey, try doing this, try living like this, try living a life like this, try living a life, you know, whatever. So anyways, Canada, it's like, uh, I don't know. There was a, I mean, that's Canada, right? <laughs> Just, uh, nothing really dramatic or complicated or 
ugly or horrible or scary or, you know, it just seems like a safe, very, 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 very cold place to live. And so, um, I'm really realizing I, uh, so much I didn't know, for example, like, uh, I didn't realize how big it is. Like people are saying where they're from and I will go to the internet and look up these places to see where they're talking about. And I'm just like one big city after another big city after another big city, all buried deep into these big provinces up where it's so cold. (laughs) You know, and if I didn't have an aversion, such an aversion to being cold, why wouldn't you want to live up there? I mean, I've always wanted to go to uh, Vancouver. Is that in, the one in British Columbia? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to Google this now because I don't want to. Vancouver is. Yes. British Columbia, Vancouver is a place that growing up, I just, for whatever reason, always knew I would love it there. I actually. It was on uh, my list of places I'd like to live someday. Never made it there. Still would love to go there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's huge and the people are, are friggin' awesome. And it's like what we're seeing with these truckers is um, just the most common sense, simple reaction to all this that you could have. And that's exactly what we need. I think a lot of us were frustrated that we didn't have it immediately. Uh, but check this out. I mean, and yeah, I'm being optimistic. I'm allowing myself to be optimistic. I know there are people out there like myself who are very suspicious, who are you know smelling a rat. I don't smell a rat. Maybe I'm not letting myself, but um, but. This Think about what this is going to do to artificial intelligence, right? Because one of the biggest gateway drugs, or whatever you want to call it, to living on a full AI artificial intelligence system, which is something that we want to avoid, I believe, at all costs, is these AI remote-controlled driverless trucks. Even Elon Musk is trying to get in on that. If Elon Musk is trying to get in on it, that tells me that it's a it's a real market that that people are taking seriously. I don't think he's going to be the best at it, but he's you know he, he he's a, he's a competitor. This is going to kill that. Like, I mean, if we, if if this is what leads to victory, if this is the way towards justice and revealing the truth, if this is the way to start unwrapping that wrapper on a big scale, then truckers are going to become like, uh, you know, firemen after 9-11 times a fucking thousand. Which means there is no way in the world you're going to be able to introduce AI trucks. So that entire operation is scrapped. In fact, there's going to be a long line of people trying to become a trucker, you know, looking into it. I looked into being a trucker when I was young because you can make some bank. Um, but I get sleepy. I like and I like road trips. But after about six, seven hours a day, I'll start getting sleepy. 
And um, so I don't think I'd be making bank if I was a trucker. I would be having to pull over and sleep too much. That's why I didn't do it. But I, I looked seriously into it for that six figures. So, yeah, they could crush AI, which is exactly what we need to do. And it's done in the proper way. You know, it's done in like, okay, weigh the options. Why do we need artificial intelligence trucking when we have a very, not just a highly efficient and successful trucking industry that employs so many people and that has allowed for so many families to thrive, but one that has saved all of humanity from the clutches of tyranny, right? So that's a no-brainer. Boom, boom, boom. No fucking AI trucks in for generations to come, right? And it sets a precedent of making these very important decisions of dialing things back when it comes to technology. Like just because it's advanced, just because it's something we haven't done before doesn't mean it's an advancement. Just because it's progressing forward beyond what we don't know <laughs> doesn't mean it's positive progress or something that, you know, I mean, if, otherwise, and if we think that way, then we're just admitting that we're morons, you know, it's, it's, um, I guess what I'm getting at is that we're all, humanity is getting a lesson all at once. Among other things, we're learning how powerful and dangerous this new technology can be if it's not done in a thoughtful way. And, uh, yeah, when it comes to artificial intelligence, I think we can just back the entire way off of that. I don't honestly see how it helps us at all. Uh, as an artist, computers are incredible because they allow you to take what you imagine in your head and make them real. You don't need a computer to think for you. That takes the fun out of it, in my opinion. So I'm anti that. Yeah, so um, I'm in love with Canada. I want I want to be Canadian. It's too cold for me, but you know it's making me rethink that. It's making me rethink it. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously I want to stay in my country. I want to stay in America and make America good. But it's making me rethink living up north in America. You know, I could do it. I could do it. It ain't. It's warmer than Canada, right? I mean, and can and these Canadians do it, and they're and they're good people having a good life. And their city, they have beautiful buildings and beautiful infrastructures. And they're, you know, they're living in the frozen tundra. So uh, I've been downloading um, some uh, movies made in Canada. If you have any suggestions, if you have any favorite movies or music or art that comes from Canada, hey, throw it in the comments here. Uh, I'd, I'd be curious. You know, I'm just trying to embrace Canada a little bit more. Uh, I have good memories of it. I've been there a few times, but, uh, you know, still very new to me. Um, I downloaded, uh, what is it? Trailer Park Boys. But I've seen it already. I downloaded Strange Brew, but I've seen it already. And I downloaded one called Fubar, which I've never seen before. These are all stupid cult comedies. I don't know. I was trying to avoid, you know, like uh, mind control propaganda crap, you know. But if there's any good ones, you know, throw them down there. 
I have a mind, I have a curious mind that always loves to absorb things and I'm absor- I'm enjoying this turn to the good to the world peace. I mean, is that what's happening? Good Lord, people, praise Jesus. Praise God. Praise all that is good in this world. It seems like that is what is happening. Um It certainly I think happened in Canada. Like how are they going to get out of this? And the more Trudeau is trying to push the better because it's just exposing it and and causing more people to be like, whoa, Australia, this is uh, Canberra was huge. The crowd turnout in Canberra was huge. I haven't been hearing too much news, which I guess is is good. All things considered, you know, similar kind of vibe, just a big love vibe. Because people I've believed this for so many for my whole life. I've met evil. I know, I believe I know evil more than a lot of people because obviously there's a lot of people walking around that don't seem to think that it's real or something. It's weird. Uh, So I know evil, but I believe in my heart from my experience that there are way more good people on this planet than evil. There are the overwhelming majority of people just want to do their thing, mind their own business and be left alone, you know? And if they're going to fuck with anyone, they're going to fuck with each other. They're going to fuck with their family. You know, they're going to keep it, keep it all in the, in the, in the, in the close knit relationships, you know? Uh, that's the natural human way. So these other creatures out there, whether they're humans or not, that just want to poke and prod and manipulate. Uh, that's, that's the real issue. And, um, but they're few. They're very few, I think, and it's all, and it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's simply just a, a mental illness that uh, will be cleansed by uh, truth and justice, and time, right? So, yep. Anyways, if you want to uh, tune in, I don't know. And, and the thing is, is it's like it's just going, like they're not wrapping it up. I've heard. In the streams, I've heard that all the mandates have been called off, but I haven't seen any articles. Uh, maybe I missed them. I, I I haven't seen anything in the news feed that said that officially. So I think that's just uh, that's just the buzz there because they know that 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 this is the victory. But there, the word also is in the streams is that no one's leaving. Like they're not going to go until Trudeau steps down. <clears throat> Imagine that. Now, I don't know if you remember or if you've seen them, but over the past several years, there has been at least three times I've seen, probably on Facebook, and you never can trust anything on Facebook or anywhere else, but Facebook has always got crazy nonsense. Uh, But three different occasions where I saw in three different countries pictures of massive amounts of crowds, pictures that I've never seen before, of massive amounts of crowds in the streets. And the caption said, basically, this country forced their government to resign, blah, blah, blah. The only reason I haven't done a video report on this is because I haven't been able to find any like concrete evidence that these are real, but they, they, they seem to be, they look to be the countries I can't think of offhand, but they weren't completely unfamiliar, but they were small countries, you know? So it's completely reasonable that in in today's media blackout, who knows? But the bottom line is every time I saw it, I was like, well, that's the way to do it. That's it. That's the way to do it. And it's not that hard. And, and Canada is proving it. It's freezing damn cold there. And these people are having the time of their lives. It's so, they're having so much fun. It's stupid, right? Like if I was there, 
I would be so glad and honored to be there, but at the same time, I'd be itching to get to my cozy hotel room, take a hot shower, get in bed, put the TV on, and just be like cozy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's freezing out there, and who wants to walk around on the pavement all day and massive crowds and blaring? I mean, that's not for everyone, but it's uh, it's the way we're going to save ourselves, right? And it's, quite frankly, it's a love fest. You can just tell. More than, um, I saw a lot of this similar stuff in America, uh, but... Canada's got a better vibe. I'm telling you, man, we could learn a lot from them. You know, we, they don't have the, I don't, I don't think they have the complications that America has. America has an extremely demoralized, subverted element through decades of communist subversion, frankly, you know, um, it's disgusting and gross and it's like a cancer and we've, we've got that issue. A lot of it's from Hollywood, and Hollywood doesn't should, doesn't get all the blame, but that was definitely, you know, uh, cancer. Anyways, we're gonna leave it on a on a positive note. We've been positive the whole time, so um, I don't watch uh, professional sports. I'm not bragging. It's just a habit I never got into. Actually, well, I, when I was a young kid, I got into it. Cleveland Browns made me cry at age 16. And that's when I decided to give it up forever because I said, I don't need to cry over some fucking game on TV. But if you're into that thing, I don't know what's going on. I hope you're having fun. I hope uh, what I really hope, though, is I hope the like the truckers stop it or take it over or something like I heard or they move to D.C. like they say they're doing or something. I want to see this thing spread, you know, and it is spreading. It is growing. It's spreading and there's no way to stop it. That's the beauty. And in real time, people are figuring that out. People are like, holy shit, this is all we got to do. It's like these memes we've seen that shows like once the, the masses figure out, oh, there's more of us than them. That's game over. All right. I love you guys. Have a great week. Be safe.